Hi, and welcome to the Thrive with Marketing podcast with me, Tony Navarro. This marketing and business podcast is for those who are inspired by the exciting journeys of entrepreneurs, marketers, and professionals, and for those who want to learn and grow. It is a place where everyone's voice is heard and is importantly a place to have fun. We hope that you enjoy as much as we do. Hello. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, we are here today uh, in an, another exciting and uh, uh, session of uh, an, of uh, Thrive with Marketing in another episode of the Thrive Marketing podcast. And we have someone who I've been trying <laughs> for a while and we're trying to organize for, it's been me that... <laughs> We're trying to plan it, and uh, and to be honest, is is uh, an absolutely honor because it's my first uh, my first guest from from America, and is a really really cool uh, cool guy. And uh, and since since like to be honest, since we uh, we connected, I think he uh, is a person who's got lots lots of lots of, lots of uh, uh, things to share, and uh, and I uh, think we we're gonna enjoy. Uh, so much and you, you hold uh stay with us you're going to enjoy with this this session as uh well without further ado uh, uh welcome uh, victor victor uh, victor pasmino uh and uh, uh thanks for for uh, obviously uh, accepting being my, my guest in the tribal marketing podcast it's uh, absolutely pleasure to have you and uh just a little introduction about you uh uh, to people, uh, to the the audience. Yeah, thank you, uh, Tony, for having me on. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad to be here. So, uh, just a little background story of me and you know where I'm from. Again, uh, my name is Victor Pasmino. I'm located in the U.S. here in Illinois. Um, I've been born. I was born and raised here. Um, you know, throughout the start of like me just growing up into like adulthood and getting into my career. I actually started in computer science. So I went to school for programming um, for about five years. And then from there, I was able to find my job in the corporate space, um, not doing necessarily programming, but it's still aligned with you know what I went to school for. So uh, I did that. And I found really early on that that just wasn't something that I wanted to do. Although I knew I wanted to work in the field that revolved around technology, and that was something that I, I gravitated towards throughout uh, my childhood and, you know, just growing into my field. So um, with that being said, I mean, I, I went through my career it, down that path and I just didn't find fulfillment. I feel like there is a gap with like my lifestyle and then, you know, compensation Although I was getting compensated pretty well, I started at a salary of around 60K a year, which is is a good start for someone coming out of college. Um, but I did notice that like my lifestyle, I was very stressed. I wasn't, uh, it was very unfulfilling for what I was doing day to day. And I, I noticed my peers in in the field that um, it's just something that I didn't want to continue being, being a part of. And I found that out really early on. So uh, throughout the uh, year, of me like working in that space, uh, what I was doing is just kind of dabbling into things and just trying to explore other areas that I can, you know, not only make money, but just pivot. So um, I was looking at other areas within the computer science field and 
um, you know, other potential positions, but none of them just look feasible. Honestly, I was just doing my research, going down the YouTube rabbit hole and just trying to figure out what would work best for me. Um, so I think that's something uh, you might want to take note of if, you know, you're earlier on in your career or you're trying to pursue, you know, either entrepreneurship or pivot is really continuing to find that. And I still look for it to this day. You know, I'm just continuing to progress, but um, I'll kind of, you know, backtrack to that in a, as we get further. So um, going back to my story, uh, you know, throughout my time in doing computer programming and, and being in that field, uh, I was dabbling with a lot of things. So I was looking at other ways to like make money online. That's kind of where it like led me to. And I went down the YouTube rabbit hole, um, just experimenting, right? I was doing uh, like Amazon FBA, affiliate marketing. I was doing some Google ads, some Facebook ads, but I didn't pursue all of them, you know, all the way through just because I was experimenting and just trying to feel what I liked. Um, and eventually I landed on doing Amazon FBA for a while. I, I probably did it for like over a year. So during the time of me working my full-time job, I was doing Amazon FBA and that's where I learned the skills of marketing. So I didn't know, you know, that, like what that world entailed until I began to experiment with my own entrepreneurial ventures. And from there, that's where I learned the power of, of pay-per-click is through Amazon pay-per-click. And I was able to make my first 3K in the first month of launching um, online, which is like very impressive. And that, that's what sparked something in me to like continue pursuing um, entrepreneurship and marketing. And uh, I never looked back since. So um, with that being said, as I continue to progress and, and really learn all the facets and ins and outs of marketing, uh, I decided that, you know, to look further into it. And I didn't know that there was a job market for it. So as I continue to expand and grow and, and just kind of gravitate more towards marketing, uh, I found the the world of like digital marketing with like Facebook ads and Google ads and, and began to really learn all the opportunities that uh, were entailed with digital marketing. So um, from there, I, you know, I just continued just looking for the next path. And I experimented a little with SEO as I kind of niched down into what I wanted to do. So, um, you know, I did a little SEO. I did like pay-per-click. I did Facebook which I ended up just doing more of the paid advertising stuff. So I ended up just continuing to do more of Google ads and Facebook advertising as well as YouTube. Um, never got into like Snapchat or TikTok, but that's for another story. Uh, other than that, <laughs> so once I built my skill set with Amazon FBA, I leveraged that to get a job in the in the field. So um, I was able to, to land my first job at a in-house role um, for a design agency. And that's where I get, began to really, you know, apply my skills with Google ads and just general PPC. Uh, from there, I began to just learn everything that I can possibly could around, you know, what is entailed. And outside of the technical, there's still a lot of fundamental business stuff that you need to learn um, before you, you actually make progress. Because sometimes it's not always your skill set. Like sometimes it's a gap with, you know, maybe the sale or like how you're positioning yourself to the market maybe there's not a, a demand for what you have to offer. So these are things you kind of have to take into account with running Google ads um, or just anything in, in terms of just general business and marketing in general. So um, fast forward to, to that career. I, uh, I was working that job for quite some time, probably like a little over a year. And then the pandemic came about. So uh, as we all know, there's a lot that came out of that uh, experience of like us 
going through that. Um, so I got furloughed from that job. And where I landed that, that uh, my first PPC job was actually in another state. It was in San Diego, California. So I had to move back home because I, I didn't have a job anymore. And, um, you know, the, uh, what was it? Just, the, it just wasn't feasible anymore. Like I wasn't getting paid and I was just like live, living off the government, right? So uh, I had to move back, move back home with uh, my parents. And from there, I just kind of had to regroup and find another job. So uh, in the mix of that, that's where I began to pursue my entrepreneurial venture into launching my agency which I struggled with early on within that gap. I figure, okay, if I don't have a job, I can at least try to get my own clients. And within that time frame, I wasn't very successful, honestly. Um, but I did end up hiring a few coaches, which really helped me and, and lock in the foundations of what I needed to really drive and, and go about growing a business or just not only that, just like the fundamentals of actually, you know, finding a client, landing a client, how to go about sales and, and things of that nature. So um, throughout that time frame of me losing my job and, and landing another job at another agency, I was beginning to build my skill set as an entrepreneur and really learn all the ins and outs of like sales and, and marketing and trying to like mold those two together. Uh, so in the mix of that, I ended up freelancing here and there with like uh, throughout some like my network. I had people in my network that um, we're actively looking for people to, you know, work with or partner with as a freelancer. And that's where I was able to find out opportunities was by leveraging my network. So I did freelance for, you know, part time for quite a while, honestly, until I, I landed a job um, at another agency here in Illinois. So um, once I landed that job, I continued to work and, and find my own clients. And like I said, just investing in coaching and a little bit of books. I would say books, it really varies uh, based on your experience and like what you're actually trying to accomplish, because sometimes you could read content and it won't always help you in your current situation. So for me, I gravitated towards books when I needed a, a problem to be solved. If it didn't fulfill that that problem, then there was like I, I didn't feel the need to actually read the book as it wasn't going to serve me a direct benefit in that moment. So um, for me, it was all like sales and marketing. And that's where um, you know, I kind of gravitated towards those books like cold calling, cold emailing, um, a bit of Russell Brunson's books, things of that nature. So those are the things that kind of helped me in that in that time period. And I just continue to, to progress from there. So as I um, as I was uh, continuing to freelance and I worked at agency role, I started to land more clients. And from there. That's when I found the power of like, okay, I'm, I'm making pretty much the same as like my agency, like the agency that I was working for, I was making the same amount freelancing. So that's when I decided to go all in with my agency. And yeah. from there, I niched down to, you know, doing Google ads. I was dabbling with a, a mix of niches and offering multiple services like Facebook and Google and YouTube. And what I found is that I was stretching myself too thin. So I wasn't able to actually progress. So that's another thing I would like to call out is that if you're in the early stages of trying to figure out what you want to do, niching down is very important because if you have too many variables going on in like your progression, you're not going to actually progress, like make any progress. So definitely niching down to like your core service and your core client that you want to serve is going to be beneficial for you in terms of, you know, the trajectory of your career and how you progress or make any progress. So, um, yeah, that's... 
Yeah, like that's that's, that's, that's absolutely good. yeah, absolutely um, you know critical when it comes to like obviously targeting and 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 differentiating yourself. I I I, I love, I mean the the whole journey. I mean going back to the journey. I mean, I, I, I well, when you mentioned things like uh, go through. I mean, you, I try this, I try that because digital marketer before I start like focusing on something, you always start uh, trying this, uh, trying that, a bit of this and that. And then you, it's, the, it's the way I always, when when I work with like young uh, talent or people, uh, they ask me, oh, I don't know what to focus on. I don't know what to do, this and that. And it's like, it's about trying, isn't, isn't it? It's, it's not all the way. If you don't try, I try Facebook ads, I try Google, I try SEO, uh, you don't really and uh, know or find uh, out what's, what really motivates you and what really uh, you you kind of like kind of like enjoy doing if that makes sense because if you can if you're gonna have to do it for long long hours uh, running your agency working on that with clients on your own projects you have to run for, for example PPC uh, you need to love it I mean you need to kind of like I'm not saying love it every day because there are ups and downs and moments of of oh yeah this is going great and campaigns that are not going as great and the client is not so you need to kind of like love the process and that's kind of the it's important really important part and uh, and when you mention oh, i tried this and that, then i had the experience and then i did, I, I decided when the pandemic which was one of the most difficult moments but then then you thought well i'm gonna just go for it and that's a very brave thing to do to say I'm, I'm going to run it and then going to just go for it and and then what's the thing that kept you going in the hardest moments when you were like oh my god I got just a, this a couple of clients and this is difficult because I I have been, I have been there and I know it's you need to have that you know that why and that motivation of I want to do this and I'm just going to keep going and carry on and and that what was what was that that motivation and that that what drives you drives for you to go to carry on and continue yeah so with that i mean just generally speaking i'm a very competitive person so when it comes to like any obstacle or things that i encounter in my life i'm always trying to learn of how to push the boundaries and for me uh you know the, like what I found is like balancing my lifestyle as well as like just getting paid for like your time and your effort and what you're providing to the market in terms of value. So for me, that was the balance act that I was trying to kind of find. And it it's kind of subjective, right? Because like people like you, you can choose a job that you like to do. Um, but then you're, you know, you might always be working, but you like to work, you know? And it's like, that's kind of where I felt is that it was a mix of my drive, but I also really liked what I was doing. Like I was having a lot of fun with my clients, creating ads, um, just checking up on, you know, the campaigns and stats. And that's what kind of, that was like the root of like myself is that that was part of my field and, and programmings that I got to deal with like data and statistics and, um, you know, little, little ins and outs of like coding and things of that nature. So I like that like foundational part is that like you can come in as a marketer and really help someone grow, you know, and I love growth. So being able to see those numbers continue to grow and just getting feedback from their clients, like, Hey, I was able to hire like more teammates or team members. I was able to get a new truck for, you know, our business so we can continue to fulfill the service or, you know, we were able to do X, Y, Z, whatever that is. Like that was a, another part of like what I did that 
you know, it just showed like the, the fruits of my labor were really coming into fruition. Like I'm, I'm having true impact, um, in the real world. And that's when that, like a mix of that on top of growing, like it was just a, a feedback loop that I just never, I don't know. It, it was really good. It was fulfilling. And that's what I wasn't able to get in my, my career, you know, previously. So that, that's kind of where I was going at is that like, I found, um, what I really like to do and I just continue to pursue that. So, um, for me, it was a bit of, like I said, competitive nature and, uh, just continuing continuous growth because I, I have visions for my life. And I think that's what that stemmed from as well is that I'm nowhere near where I want to be. You know, there's other things I want to accomplish outside of just the financials, um, that those are constantly like in the back of my mind that I'm still not there yet, even till this day. And who knows, I might never will. Uh, I'm just going to continue to push the boundary. And that's just, you know, the evergreen progress or growth or however you want to, you know, coin that term or, you know, phrase that. So for me, um, I just love the the endless amount of potential that you can achieve in, in, in digital marketing. So that's why I just never left. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously, you know, like you say it and, and I feel like myself, like, you know, um, related, you know, to the, the same, the same, because uh, I think when, when you're an entrepreneur, when you, when you run your own business and when you obviously not always love what you do, but mainly you do, and then you are ambitious, competitive, uh, you have the, uh, always the, the mindset, growth, growth mindset, and always willing to learn, to grow, to improve yourself, not, not only come, uh, over your competitors or improving yourself, yourself, like learning all of that. I think that's, that's a pattern that is, that is common for, for people that want to improve and run their own business. Because if you don't have that, uh, uh, well, people will know and then it's never going to work because eventually you will, you're going to say, okay, I'm going to just give up because you don't have that vision or don't have that. So it's, yeah. it's, is is cool and we with the pe people that people could be listening or or watching the, the video version i mean it's, it's something something that that you ha you need to have when you run your own business if you don't have that i mean it's, it's not going to work i mean it's always about and then and then loving what loving what you do and and, and carry on continue so in terms of like what are the main challenges you you encountering with uh mainly with i mean running the agency for once and then including clients as well because I, I know some of those challenges myself from my own experience but people think about from a from an agency owner a new agency owner a point of view like oh i want to do this because cool this and that but there are obviously pros and cons <laughs> what do you think are the main challenges or 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 that could you know uh, be, come with with obviously that that part and then the pros as well yeah um so i'll kind of start with the good stuff and then i'll get into the you know oh. the bad stuff i guess so one it. of the pros is like obviously it's like you have flexibility right you have no one telling you what to do or when to do what so you can basically you know work it at any time like you can you can just have those conversations like maybe with your clients like hey these are support hours of when you know, I'll be making changes to the campaigns or things of that nature or like, oh, I'm going to be out of town, like, you know, maybe letting your clients know and then that's it. As long as the campaigns are running efficiently, like you're still you can go about your day. And as as long as you have a Wi-Fi, I mean, hey, you can probably just take your laptop with you and just, you know, work here and there if needed. 
And at that point, it really doesn't feel like much work either way because you're just you're maintaining what you've already built for their business. Like you've set the foundation. So after a certain amount of time, there are like layers that you're adding on to these marketing, you know, campaigns or channels that uh, just add a solid foundation and it just runs efficiently for the business. So um, in terms of pros, I mean, another pro is like you don't have a limit to your income. Uh, that's another thing too. There's like, un like the scalability is like ridiculous. Like you can just continue to scale as far as you please. Uh, I think the only thing with that is that there could be a limit, like I said, with like niching down, if you don't niche down, you're going to be constantly going in circles and um, trying to just kind of close whatever is in your way or, you know, uh, bring on any random client. And then you have to relearn um, all the ins and outs of their business and then the campaign. And then, um, you know, it's, it's a long process to really understand a niche and, and what you're trying to achieve. So with that, um, let's see another pro, I guess it's like the, the tax write-offs, right? Like a lot of things, even like my attire, just all counts as uniform. Um, I use mainly my business for, you know, like a mix of like my personal stuff, but as well as other business stuff. So it's, it's really interesting, all the potential, you know, write-offs you can get and little perks that come with it. Um, some of the cons with it are of like, you know, being an entrepreneur and running your own agency, or at least like freelancing is like, you have to pay your own like healthcare and like your own bills and stuff like that. Like all the respect, you have more responsibility and you have to take the initiative to take action on that, whether that's, you know, that, or like your taxes, like no one is going to, like I said, can control you or tell you what to do. So you have to actively be proactive on those things. Um, another con with that is like, uh, maybe potentially like overworking, like you, you can pretend, you know, you could basically burn out and you hear that pretty often in the entrepreneurial space that we don't know when to turn off because we don't have a, a clock in and clock out time. So you're never really turned off. Your mind is constantly thinking, especially if you're in, you're in marketing, you see commercials every day and you're like, even when you're trying to de-stress and like turn off, you're constantly analyzing like, Oh, what, like, what is their target audience? Like, why did I see this ad? Or like maybe on social media, you see more ads you know, throughout the day. And, and it's just the nature of what we do. So I think that's part of that, like continuous growth is like, you're going to continue to learn even every day, like you see something new or a new ad or something, and you're going to want to apply that um, to your clients or your own business. And it can go either way. But like I said, once you truly enjoy it, it's, it's kind of addicting uh, in a weird way. So I have a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm trying to think of another con. But overall, I just think like my lifestyle has changed dramatically since, you know, really learning how to position it, not only my workflow, but like, like the clients that I select too. So the niching down is very important um, when it comes to just, you know, figuring out the, the type of thing you want to offer or the client, you know, the direction you want to go with your business. Uh, the, uh, the core, core part of it is like the service that you're offering and, and the client, like, between those two simple scales at the end of the day. So if you can have a simple offer and, you know, you have a, a service that you don't mind doing that you're very good at and the client, you can truly deliver results, then you're gold. You're on your merry way. So um, those are some things I just want to call out there. No, very, very great. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's an, a very great uh, answer. I mean, covering things like you cover things like pros and cons and, and I think is is uh, I mean when we talk about pros and cons uh, of entrepreneurship and then the burnout and things like that I mean it's, it's you can't you decide your own time and it, it, 
the, the time that you work and, and we all been there and we all burn ourselves in some moments like, oh, I want to do this. I want Because if you are very persistent in something and then you like to do it and then you like to improve yourself and learn and, and sometimes you spend too many hours and then trying again and again and again. And, uh, and, and the pros, as, as long as the pros are always <laughs> more than the cons and they are, you know, they, they improve your lifestyle which you mentioned a few times lifestyle lifestyle and think lifestyle is 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 key for happiness or for in, in life i mean if you uh, i mean because i don't like when people say love what you do and you will never work because that's not actually true because you work and you have to work hard and really hard really fucking hard and but then you, you love it but you enjoy it but then uh you don't only love what you do and then you're never going to work because you're going to have to work hard, put the, put the work in. But then, like you say, you have the, one of the pros is like, if, if you simplify processes and then you have clear idea who you work with and issues and stuff that you can kind of like reach a level of income and a level of, of, uh, that you can have a really good lifestyle. So overall it's a great experience to have if you manage and then you have all those things in place that you can kind of, you know, enjoy properly and, and work and enjoy, work and enjoy. Mm-hmm. Is is uh, uh, I, I would say, I mean, I'm going to change a bit from from business uh, stuff and a, yeah. story and experience, which which you have shared in this like amazing, amazing advice and thing people will, uh, will really appreciate it. But then going to talk about uh, PPC stuff. I, I know you are a PPC, PPC specialist and then you even train train teams and and run your uh, your own clients and is is your uh, is your uh, is your main area i think like we all talk about smart bidding and and i know like for for clients and stuff like smart bidding uh whether facebook or google adwords and clients would ask you questions like constantly like what's best uh, facebook ads google ads and going back to what you mentioned before, it's like uh, they sometimes don't even know, or sometimes they, their audience or their clients are not actually on Google Ads, but they they just say that. So, what would you say overall is more? I mean, it's, it's difficult to uh, to uh, to answer this question, but saying like, what would be the process to tell a client, or in a way, in a in a nutshell, saying, okay, you, I mean, you don't need uh, Google Ads, you need Facebook Ads, so you get into this, you get into that. Because I know from my own experience, they come come to us and say, "Oh, yeah, smart bidding. I create them this type of campaign, and then blah blah blah. I compete just doing that." So, what what is your approach on 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 kind of you know uh, taking the taking the the process and say, "Okay, this this direction, the other direction, Facebook ads, Google ads, all of that." Yeah. So. Um, a lot of the things that uh, kind of are like turning points for me or like deciding when uh, to use a specific platform for a specific uh, business, it just comes with experience. Like it's just things that I've, you know, I, I, I firmly believe like, yeah, you can do it with anything, with anything, but it's all subjective, right? So it's like, yeah, you can maybe like run YouTube ads for like a plumber, but maybe it's just going to generate awareness and people in your area aren't going to necessarily buy right away, but they're going to keep you top of mind. But like, you know, a plumber is going to want that, you know, a sale or like want that now. So you wouldn't necessarily run ads on like 
Facebook and Instagram right away, right out the gate, you probably go with like search, right? Like people searching like plumber near me, like the, people do actively search that. And it's, a, it's a bit of like market research, but as well as like market awareness, especially as a, as a marketer, um, you're going to have those, like those, th that knowledge will come in time. Um, but it's also too, like, if you don't know, it's just simply doing research, like observing the market and seeing like what everyone else is, is doing. Like, do you, if you see other advertisers there, then it just means that, um, you know, it's a viable option like that. That's, you know, it validates your theory. And, and that's kind of been my main thing too, is like, if I don't know, then I will do some research or, you know, typically when I have a, you know, I sign on a client, I'll, I'll have like a consultation call with them and really understand their business. And then from there, um, what I'll do is do like, you know, just give them a synopsis on like what I feel the direction they should be using. Um, and then from there doing a mix of market research and then coming up with a full strategy for them to implement moving forward. So it's a mix of like trying to fill in the gaps with like what I know about their business and then bridging the gap with the market. But going back to my point uh, earlier about niching down, like if you already know those things, you won't need to go through that research and development phase of like building the campaign and, and trying to figure out like what the strategy is. Uh, that that time frame gets expedited because you already know what works and then you continue to just implement and iterate and then make those changes for their business. So those are things you kind of want to keep in mind. And that's why I gravitate towards like niching down. It's just it's just very efficient and it just becomes a core like growth, like fundamental part of the journey. So uh, with that, I mean, that's kind of like what you can expect versus like someone on Facebook ads like Instagram works well, very like for e-commerce, for instance, right? Like everyone knows that like this is common that in the e-commerce space, it, it works very well with like Facebook ads and Instagram, but it also works on Google too with like shopping. It just depends on the like Google shopping ads. If you aren't familiar with like, mm -hmm. it's basically it lets you run the product on, on Google's uh, shopping uh, section within the search engine. But um, if the demand isn't there, it obviously won't perform as well on Google. So like, you would need Facebook and Instagram to drive that, or you can throw in like YouTube. But those are like kind of like the the variables that you want to keep in mind is is that the market demand versus like the awareness. There has to be a nice balance before you can actively like penetrate the market with your campaign and start driving in sales or leads for you know depending on if they're e-commerce or you know they have an online store versus like uh, you know a local service or local you know business. So it's, you know, those dynamics. No, he answered the question very well. And if someone asks you, I would say, or ask me or approach in uh, saying, you oh, know, Facebook ad or Google ads, I would say first, do a test do a research first. I mean, if you obviously, if you have the knowledge because you already uh, kind of like know the, 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 the niche, you, you will know straight away, okay, this and that, and then focus this strategy. But then, be, be, before anything is is the research right you need to kind of know okay there's people there's people searching on google this and that how they search in this so, so it's, it's, it's interesting because in some ways uh some people uh forget about uh, the research the research part of uh of uh of everything and and i think that's uh a key area you know a key part of any successful uh, strategy and then, and then the next step is the strategy that you said, building a strategy and then implementing and then keeping up optimizing and all of that. So these parts are, are important. And I, I like that you mentioned, obviously from a, from an agency freelance point of view, if you, if you, if you are a kind of uh, expert in a niche, you 
you save a lot of time applying. And then if you are a client, you know that if you approach to a specialist like Victor, you need to know <laughs> there's, there's going to be a, a, a brief analysis and then a strategy then. So it's not like a magic <laughs> the decision of, oh yeah, Facebook is the best for you because <laughs> it, it is, is a lot of uh, it's a lot of work done to uh, to understand the, the the customer, which is al final who are we, who are they targeting, right? Customer and sales, which is the main goal. And uh, we are, I mean, we have been having a pretty good time, to be honest. And uh, the time like like really flies uh, talking to someone like like Victor. Uh, obviously, hundred percent recommend following Victor. I, I will 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 ask you at the end of. Uh, the session uh, to share your uh, social media and then and then uh, where people can follow you and stuff. But right now, uh, to change to be more like a personal decision and and more like a sharing. I like I like for people to know you a bit more on uh, what are your your uh, source of uh, knowledge. Uh, where do you actually learn about? I mean, uh, if you can share with people. Uh, any blogs or any marketers or any anyone who inspires you uh, to learn or any academy platform or, or YouTube channel, any, anything like you could share and then you feel like it would be cool to share and people will actually love about entrepreneurship, PPC, PPC or whatever, what, what, what are the areas that we've been talking about and then you, and then you like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so with that, um... Some core recommendations for me would probably be the um, it, it just depends on like what you're looking for, like business and sales or like marketing. But some of the main ones that for me that I've like never deviated away from are like the paid search podcast for like Google ads and PPC, uh, looking up content around like uh, other people like Frederick Valleas, he's a good one. Um, who else? Uh, there's an agency out here too in Chicago or not in Chicago, excuse me, in San Diego that I really love. It's a uh, seer, seer, uh, interactive. Um, who else? Um, other than that, I would say in terms of like PPC stuff, it just really varies, like depending on who you gravitate towards. So like for me, it's a lot of the personality behind who's teaching the content and you know, the, the information that they have to provide, but also with the niches that I'm working with or, you know, the, my target client. So, it really depends. But other than that, uh, another good one is like Alex Hormozzi, which I feel like a lot of people are very familiar with. He's just kind of broke into the space as like, you know, this generation's like Frank Kern, which he's another legend. Um, hmm. Those two guys are are really good. Um, other than that, I mean, it, it just really varies for me. Uh, but I would say like those are kind of like main ones that kind of stick out to me at the moment, just revolving around like Google ads or just, you know, business sales marketing. Um other than that, I just go down the rabbit hole of YouTube, honestly, and it just tends to help guide me in that direction. Because if YouTube knows you're looking at that content, it's going to continue like throwing in new people or like, you know, suggested uh, <laughs> in the yeah. channel. So for me, honestly, YouTube started the whole thing for me from beginning to end. Even till this day, I still use YouTube. So um, a lot of credit to that. And it's, it's, it's yeah, just really it's you really pretty, pretty you'll you find it you know for whatever it's you're pretty much, pretty much nothing in that effort you can find pretty much everything on, on youtube i mean it's like you gotta like you say you gotta search for the stuff that you you're interested in and then it will be showing you more and more and more content more and content 
uh, related to that. So YouTube, I mean, for me, it's also like a, it's like a, you know, like a, the new, uh, <laughs> the new, sometimes the new TV because uh, like Netflix, right? You just watch uh, Netflix and I don't really, really watch the other TV anymore. You just watch on demand. So watch videos on demand, uh, watch uh, YouTube on demand, the things that I love to learn or, or take part in any course or webinar or anything like that. And um, we approaching the end of the session, unfortunately. Uh, if you have to choose, I mean, uh, if you have to take your laptop to an, uh, an island, I mean, no, I'm joking, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But then, uh, what would the what tools would uh, could you not live without? I mean, tools like or software, so something that you say, oh, I could not live with it without this. I could not work or possibly work without this. Um, for me. I mean, obviously the big one is like Google ads, like if they, <laughs> without that, I don't have any work. Um, but like main things that I can't leave without is like my laptop, of course, like I literally just need that. And, um, just like my work environment too, I I've kind of optimized my whole workspace just because it's, it's where I'm at every day. So I'm like a firm believer of like making your workspace, like your sanctuary or like your you know, your, your happy place too, because it's, it's where you're going to be every day. So, um, for me, if I can take like my desk and my chair and, you know, this, uh, this mic, like that's pretty much like all that I need to just continue working and in, in comfort. But, um, other than that, like, that's basically it. Honestly, I, I can't really think of anything else. How would you, how would you uh, like to connect with, uh, with your, um, with your team and your people? What, what are the tools? That you like to connect is oh uh, to connect with the team oh for sure um i mean email works too but i really like slack um honestly outside of slack and zoom i those are probably like my core tools that i use for like the team or client communication um email is another big one it's like the most basic but everyone has an email so uh i like to definitely use like tools and things that like everyone can use sometimes i've used like whatsapp in the past or telegram but I noticed not a lot of clients use it. Um, so sometimes I'll just stick to just general email. Uh, it just works best. It's universal. I know, I know. I, it surprised me when uh, with e now we're talking about email and WhatsApp and Telegram. Here in Spain, there's, there's a trend of uh, people using more Telegram. The Telegram is uh, some reason for like uh, creating groups, building communities, and then they kind of like obviously selling uh, info products, whatever, and building the community there. But then WhatsApp business is kind of like huge here. So lots of people and clients like is contacting you like, okay, I need this, I need that. And it's like, oh, whereas in the UK, it's like WhatsApp is sometimes it's okay when you're working with like other, your team, but between client and and uh and the uh, uh, agency and client through whatsapp is like in the uk is like oh this is not cool right and it's, it's kind of like weird in so in, in you, you would say that in in the us you, you kind of it's more email than than whatsapp and telegram yeah probably more like email and slack uh everyone's familiar with those two so um whatsapp it, it may vary skype is another big one here in the us i feel like a lot of people use skype um, I've had to use it pretty often in the past. I've had some clients like in Australia and other areas around the world, they probably use more so Skype too. So I feel like that's probably the other one outside of the, you know, the tools I mentioned that 
are like reliable or like trusted. So pretty cool. I think it keep it simple is also a great thing. So <laughs> like like we said before, keep it the process simple, keep things simple. So you will uh, you'll have uh, more time <laughs> to focus on the on the things that make you money <laughs> that really make the money, which is uh, yeah. which is the 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 thing. So it's been it's been an absolutely uh, pleasure, mate, to uh, to uh, have you uh, to talk to you and uh, to share your story with with uh, with people, with the, the audience and everyone. Because I, I, since I connected with 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 him, with Victor, uh, I, I knew this guy, you know, with with lots of uh, you know uh, great great ideas and and he's always taking action. He's always working on great stuff and he's. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great guy to follow and to connect with and to have as a contact, and in the in your network. So as a last thing, I would say, well, let let people know or tell people where they can follow you, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or with social media channels, and how can how can they connect with uh, Victor, with you? Yeah, sure thing. So I would say I'm very active on Instagram. You can find me at uh, underscore Victor Pasmino. Um, also LinkedIn, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So if you just type in Victor S. Pasmino, you should find that find me there. Um, there's only one Victor S. Pasmino, so <laughs> I'll probably show <laughs> up at the top if you just type that in. Uh, other than that, uh, I would say those are probably the primary. I'm not really on Facebook or Twitter or anything else. So um, those are probably the good spots to, to find me at Instagram and LinkedIn. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Well, uh, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks, dude, and uh, we'll obviously we'll stay in touch and and uh, yeah, uh, wish you the best in with the, you continue doing what you're doing and doing great work uh, with your uh, agency, Pass Media, and with all the things that you do, and and continue enjoying your lifestyle. That's what, which is what it's all about. <laughs> Take care, and and I I like also to thank. Uh, Everyone who is uh, listening to to this podcast and following and is dedicating some of their time uh, to actually, you know, learning some uh, stories and, and connecting connecting with us and and yeah, thanks everyone and yeah, see you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Thrive with Marketing podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and share with anyone who can learn and benefit from it. See you next time.